bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. I love doing Talk Healthy Today. So glad you're here. And I'm also so glad to have back on the show my friend, Nathalie Bustros. Her book is If You Are What You Eat, Should I Eat a Skinny Girl? Tips and advice about losing weight, about losing your appetite, without losing your appetite for life. Uh, Natalie and I are going to be talking about everything under the sun from her book to what it's like to live in New York City, to making food that you love, that you had at restaurants, to eating healthy, to losing weight. It's going to be a free-for-all, girl talk, fun event. Hi, Natalie. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to be back on your show. What was the name of that wonderful restaurant? That was the best fish I've ever had. Uh, Avra Madison. It's a Greek restaurant. Oh my gosh, that was so good. And that was so incredibly kind of you. Natalie, for people who've been living under a rock, tell us about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I am the bon vivant girl. I love to enjoy every minute of life. And but not go overboard and do it in a healthy way. So even though I live in the city or, and I go a lot, out a lot, it doesn't mean that I eat crap every day. <laughs> I eat really good food, healthy food, and quality food. Yeah, and that's what really matters. You know, one of the things that I imagine, you know, you're single and free and you can do what you want. And, you know, I was like, we should trade lives for a week. But anyway, um, (laughs) I just imagine you traipsing around Manhattan and going to all these great restaurants. But I'm sure the reality is that you probably do a lot of your own cooking, right? Exactly. I mean, everybody thinks that when I, you know, when I say I live in the city in New York and I'm single, they're like, oh, you must be out every night. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? It's like I pretend sometimes to be out, but I'm home cooking. I love cooking. Actually, one of the things that I love is like if I eat a dish that I love in a restaurant, try to reproduce it in a, with the lower calories home. So it's kind of my little challenge every time. Oh, I like that. And what are some of your go-to foods, would you say? And, and then let's talk a little bit about fitness, the whole nine yards today. <laughs> exactly. I didn't hear what you said. What do you want me to tell you? Oh, I wanted you to talk to me uh, and us, I should say, just about what are some of your favorite go-to foods, some of the things you like to cook, and then let's talk about exercise. And I'm assuming walking around the city is a lot of exercise as well for you. Uh, Well, uh, I'm lucky in my building. I have a gym, but it's not enough for me. So I go to other gyms because I always love to discover, you know, I hear about this new workout and I'm like, okay, I have to try that. What is it? And most of the time I fail miserably because like, it's like really pros doing (laughs) those exercises. But I think working out is good. And when you live in the city, especially in New York, the advantage is that we can walk. So I do a lot of walking in the city (laughs) and it's like, it's one of my biggest workouts. I I rarely take the cab or the, the, the subway. So that helps me. But otherwise restaurants... I go a bit everywhere. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Middle Eastern and European and all this. So I really go into those kind of Mediterranean dish restaurants. It can be tapas. So one of like my biggest thing is to share. So we share all the plates or like the restaurant that we went, the Greek restaurant where like there's more fish and lean food. But don't get me wrong, if I'm dying to have my pasta, I'll go and I eat my yummy bowl of pasta. I'm not on a diet all my life. (laughs) 
Yes, exactly. Well, that's what's so great. And that, you know, brings us to your book, which I love, The Bon Vivant Girl. Uh, if you are what you eat, should I eat a skinny girl tips and advice about losing weight without losing your appetite for life? And I think there's such a balance. And what I talk about is lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. And you talk about that in your book as well, because the diets don't work. We all know that we all know about deprivation. But when we can really make the lifestyle changes, what were some of your whys? What were some of the reasons that you thought, okay, I need to uh, I need to get off the diet train and, and do something that works? Well, because I was failing miserably and I was like really, really unhappy. You know, when we're 20, being on a diet, it's easy. When we get older, it's not that easy <laughs> to start with. And then we all make the same mistake. We, we think that the diet of our friends or like the woman that we see on TV is going to work on us. Actually, it's like we're all different people. It's called bioindividuality. It will never work. And I was trying all the diets on the market. And one day I said, you know what? Let's stop that craziness. Uh, I have a psychology master's degree in my pocket. Why don't I use that before, oh, you know, cool. and work on myself before working on my food? And I said, when I'm on a diet, I'm staying home, eating three carrots, being angry and not losing weight. Yeah. Maybe I should try to be happy, go out and then. Don't eat every item on the menu, but be smart on my choices. And I saw that I started to lose weight. And it was like, I don't know if you want to call it the Mediterranean diet because it's all about sharing or call it the happy diet that I will love. It, it worked. So it's why I stopped the diet and I start the lifestyle, even not the lifestyle, the life. I started yes. to have a life. Oh, that's great. Now, would you say that most of these foods that you're eating, though, are from Whole Foods? They're not obviously highly processed? Exactly. Because, I mean, again, as I said, as I mentioned, I love cooking. And uh, I noticed that if I eat, I train myself to eat healthy. And when I eat bad, I don't feel good. But again, it's like, some people cannot have access to organic food. Eating organic food not, is not going to make you lose weight. Eating organic food is going to make good in your body. You know, as, a, as you said, the title of my book is If You Are What You Eat. So I would like to eat happy, healthy food to be happy and healthy. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I like that. And again, that goes back to whole foods. And I think that people make it more complicated that they need to, you know, I've had you on before talking about your book, but I just wanted to jump in because there's so many great uh, things that we did not get to in our previous interviews. You know, we all know that we need to read the nutrition labels. Uh, again, I love this. You say buying your food without reading the label is like eating blindfolded. And uh, I like this. You said, would you let yourself be blindfolded and fed unless you are participating in fear factor? <laughs> Even I would never do that. <laughs> that scares would the heck out the of me. Would you do the fear factor? <laughs> oh, God, no, 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 no. Goodness, no. Oh, no, no, no. Why would you? No. No, I mean, I, no, no. I no. won't even watch it. I'm it's crazy, but not that crazy, you know? <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, we I have to be conscious what we put in our body. You know, I, yeah. it made me laugh sometimes. My friends from Europe, they're like, could you bring me this? And I, I read, you know, for my kids, like this, I don't know, cereal, dinosaur, egg, whatever. It says, it says it's healthy. I'm like, excuse me, did you see all the sugar, all the crap in it? It's like, yes. <laughs> it's impossible. I mean, like, do you love your kid or you hate your kid? Why are you starting to feed your kid <laughs> with this stuff? Because like kids, they don't know at the beginning. They only eat what we give them. So t try to teach your son or daughter what to eat, you know, the healthy way of things. Yeah, it's true. I had a, a friend who bought some green apple licorice. 
And it was this licorice. And yeah, it was naturally colored with greens of some sort, but it was all sugar and wheat flour. But because it said green apple, she thought it was healthy. And I'm not, I'm not being mean or anything, but it, it, you know, when they put all natural and healthy and the better snack, yeah, it's better than regular licorice probably, but maybe just a little, or, you know, if there's no artificial colors, that's good, but it's still candy at the end of the day. Exactly. And then like, I know when my niece and nephew, when they were younger, they will come to visit me. They were like, do you have like this chocolate, that chocolate? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I have fruit. Would you like that? Oh yeah. Okay. I'll eat that. And they will be fine. So it's okay. <laughs> to, you know, keep them healthy food. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's funny because this morning my husband was like, oh, wow, you haven't bought bananas in a long time because I don't like bananas. And I thought my daughter did it, but recently we were over at a friend's house and she was hungry and she said, can I have a banana? And then she ate one and then she's like, oh, this is good. Can I have another? <laughs> so I told my husband, the reason I have bananas is Lila ate two of them the other day at a friend's house. I didn't even think she liked them. <laughs> so that was a nice surprise. Sometimes your kids can surprise you. It's like, oh. But let's get back exactly. to you. Let's get back to living the single life in the city. You go out, you find recipes that you like, you try to, the ones that you really like, you you try to make them. What's that process like? Because that's that's nice advice for people at home who want who might go to some great restaurant and say, hey, I want to try that. Or what if somebody says, I don't have any cooking talents. I don't even know where to begin. Get, I know I just asked you a bunch of questions, but just give us give us the way you do it in your kitchen when you're trying out a recipe that you're trying to come up with from something that you ate out. Okay, so to start with, uh, I don't have any cooking uh, formation. I learned how to cook by watching my mother cook, <laughs> cook when I was a kid. And then I love cooking. I love discovering. But I think not everyone can be as experimental as I am and have so much time dedicating to reproducing the food that we eat at the restaurant. But today, what I notice is when I go to a restaurant and I love a dish, you, I, I start Googling it. And most of the time, you have a version of that dish, you know, and you have like several versions of that dish. And even if you're not the big cook, you can always find one of the versions that is, you know, appealing to you and try to reproduce that. I don't know why people think that cooking is going to take be a lot of time consuming and like you have to be a pro to do it. But it's basic. I mean, if you don't know how to cook, bake everything. It's like you can be sure there is no, it's like in half an hour it's ready and it's easy and you don't have to be, you know, a master chef to do that. Yeah, that is true. Now, you had mentioned in your book that you started to diet when you were 14. You were away at boarding school and everybody else did it. Did you have a weight issue at that time or did you just kind of feel like, well, everyone else is dieting, I'm going to too? Or was it both? I mean... Yeah, I wasn't fat. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't skinny. Uh, in Turkish, we said I, I had the fish uh, skin. You know, like not the fish skin, uh, the fish meat. It's like I was oh. <laughs> actually in today's world, I was perfect. But for those days, I was like, eh, not skinny, not yeah. fat. I was normal. Yeah. I was a kid. Come on, at fourteen, yes. you're a kid. <laughs> you're nothing exactly. else. Exactly. And and all my friends, they were like, oh, be hard, before the vacation, we have to diet i was like okay let me try to do that and we will live on um on apples and yogurt for weeks mm. and then finally and lose two, three pounds you know like or like four pounds and then gain it the minute that we'll arrive home to our parents because i was at the boarding school who will cook us all our favorite food and gain it back the minute that we'll <laughs> enter the house even with the smell of the yummy food <laughs> 
And then, like, when you think today, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, today, go ahead. I have the same weight, and I'm not living on apples and 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 oranges and yogurt. I eat everything. Hang on, more with Lisa Davis coming up. Now, you know mindful eating is an essential part of self-care. We all know that every part of our life is enhanced when we eat nourishing, healthy meals. But eating right can be hard to maintain. You know it, and I know it. But that's where Sunbasket comes in to help. With 18 weekly recipes, there is something for everyone. Now, recently, I enjoyed making chicken parmesan and black bean cauliflower tostadas diablo. Mm-hmm. Enough said. So here's the deal. Sunbasket makes it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. And there's paleo, gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, and pescatarian options. Sunbasket works with the best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh organic produce and responsibly raised meats and seafood all delivered to your door. Just go to sunbasket.com slash talk healthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talk healthy for $35 off sunbasket.com slash talk healthy. And now back to Lisa Davis. That's awesome. Now, how did you feel when you were eating the apples and yogurt? I can't imagine that. Great. I wasn't happy. I was like, I would dream about, you know, chocolate croissants and chocolate and cheese of everything. I was miserable, of course. Wow. But now, I mean, again, then you... I was 14. Oh, I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, like today I'm an adult. I should have more sense. Sure. And that's a dangerous thing with our kids is there's so much telling you that you're not good enough. And I mean, you start your book like that. You say every woman I know has a problem with her body, too short, too tall, too ugly, too skinny. Yes, it does exist. And the infamous too fat. I was too skinny. I was so skinny that people in high school would come up to me and go, oh, my God, you're so gross. You're so skinny. Oh, gee, thanks. Or why are you so skinny? I don't know. I would shove peanut butter sandwiches in my face and eat as much calorie, many calories, as much junk as possible. And I was still a twig. I'm not anymore. But that's just how my body was. And it's so hard when we're so pressured. And that's a whole, you know, another issue as well. So you mentioned too, though, when you went to New York, though, there was a point that you did put on 40 pounds. Talk to us about that. Well, uh, I mean, again, uh, in ter- when I was a kid, kid, I was in Turkey. So it was the Mediterranean diet. I went to boarding school in Switzerland. It was cheese diet. But again, (laughs) it was Europe, I guess. And then I lived in Milan. You know, it was like pasta and pizza. But again, it's like the pasta that we have in Italy. You have a little portion. In the U.S., when you ask a bowl of pasta, you can eat it for three days. And I think that's like one of the biggest reasons why I gained weight in the U.S. It was the quantities. Here, bigger is better, which is not the correct way. It's like we don't enjoy the food. I think we have to eat a bit of everything in small portions. But people think that, you know, if they get a good value, you know, you add one dollar, you have, I don't know, three burgers instead of one. I just saw this on yes. a, like on one of the ads on TV. It's like, oh, I make a good deal. And like that's where in the US we gained the weight. And when I moved here, I was impressed by all that. I was impressed by the junk food and by all this quantity. And I let myself go. Yeah. 
Well, it's, I mean, it's a whole new world. How, when did you come to New York? The first time was 15 years ago, and then I stayed five years. I left and I came back three years ago again. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it is tough, you know, especially it just seems like in over in Europe, it just seems like they and in the Middle East, it sounds like they're more sensible. There's more whole foods. Yes, there's bread and there's cheese. But again, they're eating small. You know, I think the difference is like in Europe and Middle East, because it's a pleasure in the US, we eat because we have to. And then it's there. I mean, I noticed like in Europe, you don't see people running down the street, eating at the same time. Here in New York, during lunchtime or in the morning, you see everyone with a sandwich, like, because like, people don't have enough time. I guess, like, we have to learn to take time about life, about time for ourselves and enjoy the food. For me, food shouldn't be a punishment or, like, you know, something that you have to do. It has to be a pleasure. And if I'm going to eat a sandwich running, I'm not going to enjoy that sandwich and even not have the taste. So what happens at the end, I ate the sandwich, but I'm still hungry because I didn't even notice, you know, like my, yeah. it didn't, my brain didn't get the message that I ate. Oh, I know it's true. And that's why, again, and in the book you talk about, you have to eat slowly and really chew your food and you're not doing that. I mean, it's even worse when you see someone running down the street on the phone, eating a sandwich. I mean, <laughs> I bet you do I mean, that. yeah. I, of course, it, I tried to do once. My God, like I was really bad at it. I couldn't make it. I was like, well, it's a talent, but we don't have that. And it doesn't work. I mean, of course, we all do this. How many times while you're cooking for the family, you eat on the counter? You do it. Yeah. But it's like, and then we have to remind ourselves, okay, wait, you know what? Don't do that. Hold five more minutes and then you can sit at the table and eat properly and enjoy the food. It's- I know. I mean, that's a whole nother topic, Natalie. How do we make time so we can sit our butts down and actually be mindful and eat our food? And one of the things that I try, and I just mentioned that we're mindful is, you know, I like to eat in when it's quiet. I don't want to be reading or preparing for the shows or working on my book or anything. I just want to eat and focus on the food. Now, it's a little bit harder if I'm with my family or with friends, but when I'm by myself, I really get into it and I notice I eat less and I enjoy my food more. I think, I mean, like, you're not, it's, if you eat by yourself, especially, it's not that it's going to take you three hours. It will take you half an hour. <laughs> I think you can offer yourself half an hour and stop making excuses that you don't have that time. I mean, it's yeah, what I tell to myself, to be very honest. Yeah, it is good because uh, we definitely, there's so many different things going on in our lives. And I just feel like, the, again, going back to Europe and Middle East, that they're, there, there's, I don't know, they don't have any more time in a day than we do, but yet the emphasis is more on relaxing in terms of when you're eating your meal, spending time with friends. At least that's from an outsider's point of view. Yeah, and, and again, it's like, you know, it's like eating a good food is like making love. It's like you cannot, you don't want to rush. You want to enjoy it. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, everything sure. in our life, we want to enjoy it, not like rush, rush, rush. All right, so what are some tips to not rush? Because so many of us are... It's to say that in, I mean, again, it's like to, to, to stop the excuses. And what I do, it's like I even put my phone away because my phone never stops between messages, yeah. emails. So I put it away. I put it on silence. And I, I just sit. At the beginning, it was weird, you know, like I would like look around. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is empty space, what I'm doing with myself. <laughs> and then I noticed that the, 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 the taste of the food was even better. And I'm like, listen, I was telling to myself, listen, you, you, put love into cooking this food, you know, into plating it. Why you're not giving love into eating it? 
Yeah, that is true, especially when you make a nice meal. And that's something that's so exactly. important. I mean, it's even in sandwich, yeah, I mean, like, even boiling water, first of all, you have to do everything with love. Even boiling your water. My mom will always make fun of me. She's like, you boiled water, you know? You didn't do, like, a five-star chef dinner. I'm like, it's okay, but I did yeah. it with love, mom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, and then, like, at the beginning, like, people will panic, like, where have you been, you know, for the half hour? It's hard. It's not easy because, like, we're not used to it. But put, you know, try. Step by step, you will get there. Yeah, that is true. What are some of your favorite recommendations from the book, other than the ones we've been talking about? Uh, from the book, the, the most important one is like love, your, love and accept your body and yourself. I think yeah. we cannot do anything without loving ourselves and our body. Even if we gain weight, we have to love our new body and accept that new weight. And instead of saying, oh, I'm fat, I look horrible. Let's say I have, there's more of me to love. And it's like, it's really the beginning of everything. Because if we don't accept it, we'll never get rid of it. Yeah, it's true. And it's interesting because there's this dichotomy of you want to accept yourself, but you, if you, how do you do that? If you, if you are overweight and you feel like you need to lose weight, you don't want to beat yourself up. You want to be gentle about it, right? Exactly, because like if we don't accept ourselves, we're going to have like this anger and trying to get rid of it. But if we accept ourselves and say, okay, you know, like I don't need to lose the weight until tomorrow. I have some time. I'm still beautiful. We will like, we will, the stress will be, we'll take off the stress, the stress, you know, that, that eats from the inside out and tells us like, you have to lose weight. You have to lose weight. Don't eat and then feel guilty every time that we had a piece of chocolate. So the process will be easier on us and it will work better. And so it's, even if it takes longer, that's okay. Excuse me, even? If it takes longer, that's okay, right? Exactly. You're, you're and then the you know way. what? Like we didn't gain that weight overnight. And I think it's like the secret is like that it should take longer. So we don't gain weight the minute that we start eating again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that happens a lot. I mean, you mentioned that when you go home, you're already, you know, after the yogurt and the apples. exactly, <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, of course, I understand. Like, we have an event; we want to be, you know, uh, careful and then eat a bit l- much less than normal just to fit in one dress. That's something else. But I mean, like, we're talking about our life. We're not talking about one night on our life. You know what I mean? So yeah, yes. I agree on food credits that I call. It's like before going on vacation, I do a bit more. I am a bit more careful so I can eat without thinking and even do, you know, crazy food stuff during my vacation and enjoy it. But this is not a life. I'm not talking about those exceptions. I'm talking about your life, your lifestyle, your everyday life. Yes. And that's what makes a difference. Natalie, we have a few more minutes. Tell us what else is going on with the Bon Vivant Girl. You've got the book, you've got the website, you've got a wonderful tote bag that I love. You have beautiful scarves. Tell us anything else going on. Uh, Well, the Bon Vivant Girl, it's spreading the love one item at a time. It's actually uh, my book. It's I love my book. Um, I'm about to start working on my second book, which will be nothing oh, to do about, about food and diet, but more about happiness and family. Because like the Bon Vivant Girl, it's not just losing weight. It's like really beyond that. And my website is reflecting that. In my website, you can have little tips about restaurants, 
in my city, which is New York, all around the world. You can have my little blog, my appearances, my beautiful podcast, <laughs> podcast with you. <laughs> it, you can yes. find it. And then I just opened my little BVG uh, boutique where I started selling scarves that are all handmade. Everything is beautiful. handmade, made in Turkey and by me. <laughs> the finishes are by me. And I'm going to add more items. So it's like everything that makes you happy, that makes me happy that I will try to, I would love to spread the love with. Oh, wonderful. And give us your website again. It's thebonvivantgirl.com. And that's T-H-E-B-O-N-V-I-V-A-N-T girl.com. It's actually, after the bon, you have a, a dash, vivantgirl.com. It's T-H-E-B-O-N dash V-I-V-A-A-N-T-G-I-R-L.com. Wonderful. Well, Natalie, this was so much fun. We always have a blast. And if people want to learn more about me and the shows here, Talk Healthy Today, Talk Fitness Today, Naturally Savvy, you can go to itsyourhealthwithlisadavis.com. Thanks so much for listening. Stay well.